This episode is brought to you by Tomasa Salad Shop. If you're looking for something good to eat, then call Tomasa Salad Shop today for your next meal. Selling the best salads and loaded potatoes around. Also serving much more. Follow Tomasa Salad Shop on Facebook for new items, updates, and menus. Come eat the fresh way, the right way, at Tomasa Salad Shop. This episode is also brought to you by Giovanni's Glam House, LLC. If you're looking for a pro makeup artist in Sparta, Georgia, and surrounding areas, hit up Giovanni's Glam House. She's going to get you right for your weddings, parties, and more. Prices starting as low as $95 with guaranteed satisfaction. Here's how you can book. Visit www.giovannisglamhouse.com or on Facebook at Giovanni's Glam House LLC. That's www.giovannisglamhouse.com or on Facebook at Giovanni's Glam House LLC. Last but not least, this episode is also brought to you by Leggett's Ammo and More. Leggett's Ammo and More provides a wide selection of firearms and ammunition, as well as firearm cleaning, oiling, repairing, restoring guns, and gunsmith and transfer services. We also dedicated to offering quality products and exceptional customer service. If you need some ammo and ammunition, give them a call at 478 804 1528. That's 478 804 1528. Or follow Leggett's Ammo and More on Facebook. Those were all my sponsors for this episode. But first, I want to give a special shout out to Shakivia Battle. To all veterans that need help getting their disability claim started or discharge upgraded, Look up Shakivia Battle on Facebook. If you need assistance, she's going to get you right. She's going to get that check for you. So look up S-H-A-K-I-V-I-A Battle, B-A-T-T-L-E. She's going to help get you what you deserve. What's going on? I am your host, DJ Bands, and you're on Bands Talk Podcast. Man, we're back with another episode. First, I want to say I appreciate everybody for checking in with me. Stay tuned. Uh, make sure you go to YouTube and subscribe to my channel at Bands Talk Podcast. I'm on Amazon Music. I'm on Spotify. I'm on uh, Apple Music. The list goes on, man. Wherever you get your podcast, y'all check me out. Hey, today we're going to be talking about business from the entrepreneur perspective. Your do's, your don'ts, um, what works, what doesn't work. We're going to dig right into it. We're going to talk about business. So. Um, when people say it's enough money for everybody, like you have to kind of be cautious and be aware of people that kind of live and die behind that term is enough money for everybody, which is true that it is enough money for everybody. But some people, they try to hide behind that term to step on your toes whenever you know whenever if y'all selling the same thing y'all in the same lane they 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 try to use that term as an excuse saying well it's enough money for everybody which is true but you know because people gonna shop who they, with who they want to shop with but just be on the lookout for people who kind of stand behind that and they try to justify their it's not really the wrongdoings but try to justify how they move by using that term is enough money for everybody um also People be saying, support who support me. I get it. But at the same time, it's not going to always 
come around like that. Like you may have someone who who purchased an item from you, and you may not even be interested in an item that they're 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 selling, or a service that they provide. Um, someone may buy, just say a hat from me, and they're providing a, a massage service. So you kind of got you can't look at well, I'm not going to uh, the mas- the masseuse looks at everybody and say well. I'm not going to support none of these businesses because don't nobody come and get a massage from me. You know, it just depends on, you know, people have trade for trade. Uh, uh, You support my business, I support your business. But that term also, support who supports you, you can also get lost in the sauce uh, with with trying to, you know, go by that term, by I only support who's going to support me because at the same time, you're going to be going a lot of places buying a lot of things from people who don't support you from people who don't even know you so you know just be careful about people that you know go by and say is enough money for everybody and and i only support who supports me you know those two terms can can be difficult if you try to abide by those uh and a lot of people they say your biggest supporters come from strangers and i can attest to that that is true I know a lot of people that um, have businesses and they have a lot of friends that don't support their business or they have family. You may have a lot of family who never supported your business and you're going to get, you know, I know from personal experience from, from businesses that I was um, doing um, that people that don't know you, they'll give you donations. You don't have to ask for it. They'll give you a tip um, well over the amount when people, you know, they should be the first ones to support you. But sometimes people have hidden agendas and they, you know, they just don't want to support you because a lot of folks, they say, oh, well, I'm not finna help him buy this new car. I'm not finna help him or her uh, purchase this new home. You know, they, they small minded people, but they go into these uh, Walmarts, uh, um, Targets, um, Bath and Body Works. They go into these establishments and they they patronize with them with you know at any given time and they're making them bigger millionaires or billionaires and so you know don't don't get that that small time mind frame with um oh I'm not going to support this person because I'm not going to help them fund their business I'm not going to help them grow but you don't have to worry about that with strangers cuz they they don't care they just want a product they don't care who you are, what color, what race. They don't care. They're going to support you based off of whatever you have to offer them. And it, I think it should be that like that all the way around. But, you know, of course, it's not. Um, having a lot of friends can hurt you and it can help you. So when you have a lot of friends, you expect for people to support your business just off the strength of being friends. You know, unfortunately, it's not like that having a lot of friends you you drop a product you expect for it to to all your friends to to post it on their social media it doesn't happen like that um so the bigger your circle sometimes the bigger your you know possibility of i ain't gonna say downfall but having a big circle sometimes doesn't benefit your business Um, because you would think that your friends will be the first ones to help put other people own 
um, when you have a product or or service that you, you you're providing. Um, you know, having a lot of friends can hurt your business because they will always be looking for a discount. Um, uh, girl, you gonna charge me this to do my hair, and you know, but they'll go somewhere else and pay the full price and may leave a tip to somebody who you know they're not even friends with. But because you offer a service and they're in your camp, they're in your circle, either boy or girl or whatever, guys or whatever, they expect to get a discount just because y'all are friends. But if you look at it like this, if if you had 10 friends and all 10 of your friends supported your business from the jump, if 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 uh if, if, uh if one of your merchandise costs 20 bucks, and you got ten friends, two hundred dollars off the off the gate before anybody else. You got two hundred dollars in already, so you know what I'm saying like your friends should have your back. But um, you know if you if you don't if you have friends and they're not supporting you, I mean, can you, you know, do you get mad? Do you get upset because you have a friend in your circle who genuinely is not happy for you? And they don't support your business, so I, I mean, I I expect for somebody who I call my friend, like not an associate, but friend. People may not have ten genuine, um, people may not have ten friends, real friends in their circle, but they may have two or three friends that they really call friend. And if they are not supporting you with your business, then maybe you should, um. Maybe you should, I don't know, look look at and try to see what's the root of the issue. And maybe y'all really not friends like you are friends with that person. Maybe y'all not that close in their eyes. Also, man, um, moving moving on and, and giving up on business, people get those two confused when when things get tough and and people want to keep their business. And they fighting for their business, but every month, every single month, they're going in a hole. Um, they're having to borrow money from family, or they taking out a loan to pay for another loan. Then maybe that's the time that you need to consider that. Maybe hey, this is not working out for me at this time. I may need to try other avenues uh, because if you get it one time, you can definitely get it again. You can definitely get it again. So. Um, don't don't fall don't fall in a hole and, and, and lose everything you got just trying to keep a business saying that you got a business because if it don't make dollars it don't make sense so you know keep stay on the good side of your business you know time's gonna be be tough it's gonna get rough of course because i mean nothing comes easy nothing comes easy so just just stay on your grind man and and, and and give it your all you got to give in before you give out but if you see yourself going in a hole and you went three to four months with no income coming in and that's your your main source of income then that may be a time to um to reconsider and to just move on and just that's not giving up you're moving on you, you're being smart about the situation you're moving on so that's that's an advice I can give on, on um, giving up and moving on from a job. But also you have to keep your day job 
because when you have a day job and you have a business, basically that two sources of income. So you don't want to, excuse me, you don't want to just give her your, you don't want to just walk out your job one day and just say, hey, I'm finna go into business for myself. I'm tired of the, um, I'm tired of my, my supervisor. I'm finna go uh, sell lashes. I'm finna install that, you know, I'm finna, I'm finna become a lash tech or I'm finna become um, a cosmetologist. Don't get me wrong, cosmetologists and, and lash techs, they do they do very well for themselves with, with a lot of clientele. Um, but if you got a day job and you're a side job, um, cosmetology, lash tech, or a T-shirt printer or whatever it is, that can be uh, a second income. It can be extra money. It You know, because you have a day job, save your money with your day job when you can go three to four months without any income on your on your your um hustle or your your side business whatever you call it because i mean being an entrepreneur man you can you can make six thousand one week then next week you may make twenty five hundred then next month you make twelve hundred and let's say two months three months go by and you only made $800, and then you only made $200 one month. You know, like in a six-month span, you, you're looking at your, your gross. You should have reports anyway. I mean, if you if you have a business and you don't have reports, you can't tell what you generated in each month or each week, even each day. You, you should have some type of software where you can pull that data to be able to tell how, how well your business is doing. But... If you go six months and you haven't generated enough money to 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 clear your bills, to clear your overhead and pay for, you know, your car insurance, your health insurance, um, take care of your kids and buy groceries and things like that, then you're going to be in a tough spot. Like I said, that there may be a time where you need to reconsider and 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 move on from the situation. It was not. It would not be considered as you giving up because um, you went approximately six months of, of of ups and downs. Well, mostly downs. You went six months with mostly downs in your business, and you have have not generated income. So, having that day job that will fill the gaps in from um, you know you just depending solely off of your your entrepreneur, your side job, your hustle. Um, it don't even have to be a full-time job. You can have a part-time job. You just need to have some type of steady income coming in, no matter what your business do, whether you're in the, the good season or the bad season. Whatever, however your job, your 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 um, business is performing, having that part-time job or that full-time job on standby, and 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 having that second source of income, which whatever you're doing on the side, that's going to put you in a good spot to eventually you will be able to walk off your job, put a two week notice in because you never know. You want to leave on the good terms. You don't want to just walk out on lunch break. Um, I mean, I got some stories of me walking out on lunch break at some jobs because, uh, you know, they had the, the right plan, wrong man. So but you want to leave on a good a good standard because you never know you may have to come back 
to that job. Um, your retail price determines your um, what you paid for that item wholesale. So basically, let's just say you buy a case of T-shirts and um, you want to, I don't want to get real technical. I'm just throwing some numbers out. I'm just say you buy a case of uh, T-shirts, 50 comes in a, in a case. You want to be able to at least triple your profits on $200 per T-shirt. I mean, per $200 per case. You want to be able to make $600 because um, when you set in your retail price, you want to include all of your expenses. You don't want to just include what it take. If you're selling the, if you're actually printing on the t-shirt, you want to include all your materials, all your supplies, all your shipping, um, shipping, uh, costs that it takes for you to get the case of t-shirts. You want to, um, you want to include the shipping that it costs to get your supplies in your materials, um, you want to account for the time you put in. You want to account for the electricity that you put in. You want to be able to, and you have to pay yourself. You have to take all of that into consideration when you're coming up with the retail price. The same as food. If you have a restaurant, you want to, and you want to, you know, when you come up with that meal, um, when you come up with that special, you want to be able to include how much does the straws come, uh, cost you. How much does the napkins cost you? The plates that you're putting them in, how much that costs you? If you're going to give them uh, um, two two ranches or extra ketchup, you kind of want to put all that into, um, you want to put all that into perspective um, to determine what your retail price is going to be for that, that combo meal. Um, how much does the grease cost? How much the, how many do you, have employees uh, you know all that thing all th all those things you have to take in consideration how much um your 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 rent or your mortgage how much uh if you have a business vehicle your insurance your cell phone if you're using your cell phone for for your business you have to include all those expenses when you're trying to uh, generate a price for um for a product that you're going to sell retail so um you know, people like people say, let your haters be your motivators. Let your haters be your motivators. So if you're doing good, you're going to have haters no matter what. You know, no matter what you're doing, either you're doing good or, you know, or appear to be doing good, you're going to have somebody who's going to dislike you. You're going to have people who dislike you and, and you don't even know they dislike you. You never gave them a reason to dislike you. They're just going to dislike you. So, um, but people that hate on your business, you can't focus on your haters. You have to focus on the people who support you. You can't focus on the non-supporters. You can't focus on the haters, but let them be your motivators. Um, by what I mean by motivating you is just not giving up on your dream, your, your passion, um, what you signed up for. Don't give up on it, but don't let your haters distract you either. 
I mean, let them be your motivators, but don't let them distract you from you handling business the way you're supposed to. You may see somebody who that you know um, don't like you and they're shopping with you. So you won that you won that battle. But don't cut corners and and provide um, bad customer service because, you know, that person don't like you and they have an attitude because people are going to hold you accountable because you're running a business. People don't expect for you to um, have an attitude or to respond to them with a stupid answer because they ask you what they say, a, a stupid question. No questions is stupid. But somebody may ask you a question, and um, the sign might be right in front of them. Uh, do y'all take debit cards? And your response will be, uh, don't you see the sign? Um, whether they're a, a hater or not, just a regular person, and you you reply, well, don't you see the sign? Yeah, we take debit cards. You know, that's something that you you have to work on if you have uh, poor communication, um, poor customer service skills. Uh, one thing I don't understand is people with these fast food jobs, it's like they mad at the world because, you know, you ask for your meal as you should at the drive through window. And, you know, you get around to the window and they got an attitude and throwing change in your hand. And I don't understand, like, people that work at these restaurants, they or, or even when you get to the window, they got an attitude. You can hear it in their voice. You trying to come up with your meal and they speaking over you and they trying to give you your total before you even done. Like, hold on. Wait, wait a minute. Let me, you know. Let me order. Like, they cutting you off. I don't understand why people, I mean, if you hate your job that much, then you need to just leave. Don't uh, put your frustration, your anger out on your customers. Um, take a take a break. Smoke break. You smoke. You know, take a break. Don't, because you, you know, you're having a bad day or something like that, man. Just, you know what I'm saying? Don't, don't take it out on your customers because, you know what I mean? You you never know what, on both sides, you never know what a person is going through. And the customers, y'all got to do a better job also. But you never know what a person is going through. So you at work and, and you got an attitude with somebody. You know, people, nowadays, people people do the unthinkable now. You know, I've seen stuff happen in the drive-thru where people snatching people out the window because um, they mad and throwing drinks on each other. So, you know, y'all just be careful, man. Be mindful. You know, just be nice. If you don't like your job, uh, you don't like your supervisor, report them or, or something, you know, get out the business. You know, customer service, it, it goes a long way. I like to tell people to focus on one business at a time. No matter what it is, you want to at least be successful at one before you branch out and do something else. I mean, if you are... A, a, a business owner that been in the game a long time, then you understand the do's and the don'ts uh, about moving on to the next business. But sometimes people can have one business and haven't even succeeded in that business. And they're already starting another business unrelated to the business that they started. And now they trying to advertise for two, four different, well, let's say different three and four different businesses. And, you haven't even conquered and been successful in the first two businesses, but 
you know, so now you got four different business cards and you're trying to run four different businesses out of one business. So when people show up at your business, they they can get confused. Like, oh, well, I thought you you sold pocketbooks and you got uh you got a vape shop over here. You know, I mean, that's cool to to do, you know, both um, in a sense. They're just an example. But just focus on on one thing. I can't tell you what to do. I can't spend your money, but it's just my advice. You don't have to take it from me. You can do what you want to do. Um, I'm just giving my perspective, what I think works in the business, uh, being an entrepreneur. Some people may have a business where they do hair and they uh, become a lash tech and become um, and they end up doing nails in one shop. So you basically you're you're enhancing one business with um, other services. So that's different between you're starting one business and you creating three or four other businesses that's unrelated to the first business. Um, but when you have one business, one main business, and you're adding different assets or um, to, to that one business, then that's a plus. So that's my advice on that. Um, what do you guys think about the titles CEO and owner or black owned business? Do you think that helps your business? Um, you know, do you think that's, do you think that's necessary to, to label yourself a CEO owner, black owned business? Do you think that's necessary? Me? I don't think it's necessary uh, because like I say, people are going to shop with who they want to shop with. People are going to, you know, genuine supporters. They're going to support no matter what race you are, who's the boss, who's the owner. They're going to genuinely shop with you. But some people kind of go out their way just to make everyone know that they are the CEO um, or they are the owner, the black owned business. And I get it. People want to shop within their race when it comes to certain um, merchandise services and things like that. So if you list your business as black owned, then when they search it, Google or whatever search engine, it'll come up that you're a black owned business and you will get businesses based off of you being a black owned business. But some people, they, they kind of go out their way to, to make it known that they're the CEO or the owner or they're the boss. Um, because I had employees that didn't even know that I was their boss. You know, I can see them walking around in Walmart, grocery shopping or wherever, the gas station, and walk by, walk past each other, and they don't know I, I'm, I'm processing their payroll. So that's the take that I get from, you know, being a boss, me personally. Um, I don't have to acknowledge and I don't have to announce to the whole world, yeah, I'm the boss. I'm cutting the checks. Because some people kind of get offended about that because you're 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 showing off that you're a boss or you know, it's okay, but it's just a difference. Some people just what they call they flex. They they flexing a little too hard and people they kinda get offended by that and they don't want to support you based off of um you flexing. So 
just keep that in mind um, about, you know, the CEO. I'm the owner. I'm the boss. Um, black owned business. I mean, it's good to be proud to be a CEO owner or a black owned business. I just feel like it's not really necessary to, to broadcast it too heavily. Uh, don't get confused. Um, no sales as hating on your business. Some people, they see like, okay, well, they're, they're not buying my product. They just hating on me. That's not the case. Like I say, people gonna they're gonna buy what they want to buy from whomever they want to buy it from. But they're not. If you selling a product and I'm selling a product, and they decide to shop with you, we selling the same product from from head to toe, the same product. And they decide to buy from you instead of buy from me. That's perfectly fine. So, you know, you have to have your target audience. Um, they may have liked how the way they promote it. They may like their story, uh, why they're uh, why they're in business, their bio. They might like their website. They may have a better checkout um, a checkout uh, experience. Um, so you have to keep those things in mind. That people not shopping with you is not really considered as they're hating on you because you just have to really just put your product out in front of more people um just don't settle for the people uh, in your hometown because like like i said earlier that your 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 most support will come from strangers people who are not around you people don't look like you people who is not in the same location as you so you have to get on your grind and um put your your business out farther just like this podcast bands talk podcast this is not a local podcast. So when people hear my voice, people tune in, subscribe. People are hearing this, um, you know, all over the United States, different states, different cities, some different countries. So I don't I don't uh, use this platform to just cater to my locals, people who know me, people who down the road, people who on my my um, my personal social media. This is not just catering to them. But if you're a local business or influencer or something like that, you know, it, it's good to tap in with me and, and and promote on this this platform. Because, like I said, this is not just some local podcast um, it's, it's worldwide. So you never know who who's listening. So if you, you have products, it's best to, you know, tap in and products and services to tap in with with something that has a large, um, you know, spread that can cover and get the attention of a lot of people who's not even around in this area being your own boss and um having your own business is is not meant for everyone um i'm you know like i said i'm an entrepreneur and i have several businesses that i i, I attempted or um that i had that worked out great and then i moved on and I had some businesses that I, I tempted and had that wasn't so great. And, you know, I had to let it go. In order to be a successful boss, you have to first be a successful worker. What I mean by that is you got a nine to five. That's what we call a job, pretty much a nine to five. You got a nine to five and you showing up for work every day and, um, 
suddenly you you start coming in to work when you want to. Uh, you you're five to ten minutes late every day. You're taking early early breaks. You coming back from break late. You're 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 taking extra breaks in between. Uh, you're just being lazy and not fulfilling your job. You're not being successful on your job that you've been hired to do as a W-2 employee, what we say. That's not going to look good as you're trying to become your own boss because my philosophy, in order to be a successful boss, you have to be a successful worker. So if you got those bad habits where you're doing all those things, then expect for you to do those same things when you go out on your own because you have to have good habits when you're working for someone. So when you go out on your own, you won't be taking advantage of your, you know, well, when you're on the job doing those things, you're taking advantage of your job. So when you go out on your own and be your own boss, who are you taking advantage of? Yourself. So those uh, tendencies can cause you to be successful and unsuccessful being an entrepreneur. So, I mean, just, just, just be a great worker. You got to look at it. Everything that you do, it reflects the company. So if you, if you're out, you got your company shirt on and and you're at the bar and you, you, you're drunk and you're, you're loud, shouting loud and you're acting out disorderly conduct. And you, you know, you don't even have to have the company shirt on, but somebody, somebody may recognize you from being the cashier at, at, a, at their favorite restaurant and they see you out in public doing something that you ain't have no business doing or you're, you're intoxicated in public or you're, you're loud and, you know, you're just doing things outside of your job that can rub the company the wrong way. That can, in, in the company's eyes, you're making the company look bad. So, you just have to be mindful what you're doing on your personal time. What you post on social media, that can also uh, reflect on your 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 employment. Um, some people would not hire you based off of your employment. I mean, based, some people would not hire you based off of what you post on your personal social media page. So um, just be mindful of that, man. Um, you know, just keep good habits when you're working for someone as an employee and trying to go out here on your own i mean being an entrepreneur you can't you know you can make a you can become a business pretty much overnight if you know what to do as far as getting your llc ein number and everything like that you can become a boss literally overnight but you can also lose your business overnight so you just have to just just as just look at it as like treat people how you want to be treated you know don't go out here and and treat your customers bad cussing around them and smoking around them and and stuff like that and then when you go to a business and somebody cussing and smoking and doing things around you always on their phone while you're trying to place your order or shop with them you know you got to take that into consideration if you don't want nobody doing that when you go to shop at these places, it may be a good idea for you not to be doing that too. So, um, no matter if you're you know, your own boss or whatever, because um, 
you don't want to get put out of business uh, from a bad review from somebody like like Keith Lee, the food critic. He come to your business and if you don't like it, he going on social media. Well, he going to talk about the experience, whether it's good or bad. So you don't want want to become, you know, they got they got this council culture now, man, on social media. So if you're not doing right business wise and and social media finds out about it and they see how you treat your customers. Just as soon as you open that business, your business will close sooner than you think. So just keep in mind, man. So but that's my take, man, on episode three. I appreciate everybody for checking in with me on Bands Talk Podcast. Uh, like I said, y'all follow me on YouTube. Uh, hit that subscribe button and notification. So whenever I drop some on YouTube, you will get that uh, episode first before anybody else. Wherever you get your podcast from, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, uh, we're on, ha- on iHeartRadio. Um, so wherever you wherever you get your podcast from, man, check me out. Subscribe to that that channel. So whenever I drop something, you'll be the first to get it. Um, I'm still looking for um, business owners, influencers to to uh, advertise on 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 Bands Talk podcast. So if that's you, um, send me a, a DM. Follow me on all my socials. Bands Talk podcast is B A N D Z T A L K P O D. C-A-S-T, Bands Talk Podcast, one word. Follow me on all socials, and let's tap in, man. Like I say, man, appreciate everybody for checking in. I'm DJ Bands, and you've been listening to Bands Talk Podcast.